As much as people depend on us as leaders, you need someone who believes in you. You need a place to be open and honest with someone who's walked in your shoes and wants to help you become the leader you are meant to be. This is that place with those kind of people. Welcome to the Relational Leader Podcast with your host, Randy Bazette. Each episode will sit down and engage in life-giving conversation, unpacking leadership's greatest challenges. And now, your host, Randy Bazette. I'm glad you've decided to check out the Relational Leader Podcast. Whether you're a lead pastor or just a volunteer leader or staff person in your church, we all go through so many things in ministry and we have to make so many decisions and deal with so many things that a lot of times we're unsure of what to do. So I wanted to have a place where we could sit together and have conversations about real topics, real things that we're dealing with, and could glean and grow and get some wisdom from those things. And I think if we do that, then we can all be better if we're learning through this together. So that's the heart of this podcast. I pray that you learn something today, that you grow and you become better in who you are as a person and as a leader. And I pray today that this podcast blesses you. Well, welcome to this episode of the Relational Leader Podcast. My name is Kristen, and as always, I am joined with Pastor Randy Bizet. And this episode is a continuation of a conversation that we just had when we were talking about really increasing generosity in your church. For those of you that are lead pastors, ministry leaders listening, you know what we talked about last episode, if you didn't catch it, be sure to go back and listen to it. And we talked a lot about practical things and we left it with describing three different groups or categories of people within the church. But it's really not just about the practicals. As a matter of fact, the practicals aren't even the most important thing here. Really what at the heart of all of this is, is Pastor Randy, what I've seen you do so well over the last 18 years of Bayside, and that is pastoring each one of these groups of people well, because that's really at the heart of it. So why don't we kick off this portion of the conversation and and tell us a little bit about the heart behind this generosity and how we can pastor people well. You know, we spent so much time talking a lot of practical things. Uh, and we, I, I'd hate to not make sure people got the, the heart of all of this, which is to pastor people. It is. And uh, I, I really, that moment that I had in, in 2008 uh, was, Randy, you are not pastoring people well. And so all of these things are not to get something from people. Mm-mm. I just am trying to get something to them. Mm-hmm. And and it is my job. I can't. I can't delegate this responsibility to anyone else uh i'm the one that has to lead the church in all of this and as a pastor if you listen to these things that i'm talking about today and you use this to go raise money for a building project or anything else a launch a campus stop man, don't do it <laughs> no you can do what you want to do i'm i don't Just think don't you put should. your name on it don't, huh? don't put my name on it because that is not the heart it's not behind this and so i would just tell you when it comes to to really grow in the generosity quotient and the heart behind this, it's pastoring people well. So mm-hmm. there's a couple of things that I do to help with people. And I developed a system for first-time givers. 
which is really what, what is that system and that system is not again going back to what you said it's the practicals but the practicals come from the heart mm-hmm. and why we're doing it and that's what's helped you so what are some of those practicals? so when people give you know for the first time yeah i, I write them a note mm. I, I write a, i got a handwritten note and i thank them for their their giving that's so you know that's something i don't know if people have thought about that but we thank people for serving in the parking lot totally boy especially here in florida yes yeah, in the summertime <laughs> i mean it's hot all year around florida that should always be thanked but yeah no but so you thank people for giving how many times as pastors and leaders have we gone up to people said thank you giving them a gift card to get their favorite coffee or to yeah. a chick-fil-a or Go something get an icy from serving outside <laughs> yeah <laughs> it, it melts where you can drink yeah, it here's some ice cream for you no but you stop you look them in the eye yeah Without you, this church would not be where it is. But we don't do that with givers. Why? I mean, it, it, I don't know why it's taboo. And maybe some of them people do. I guess this is Randy. Yeah. I was so, it was taboo for me. And I realized I'm not going to do that. So I, I personally, I write him a note. And uh, so, yeah, it is a system. I mean, the system is just, I got to feed me the information mm-hmm. so I can, mm-hmm. I can write the notes. And uh, so I do that. But it also is is this third group of people we talked about, Christine? Yeah, and, and we call them kingdom builders mm-hmm. here at Bayside. Mm-hmm. But this is your your third group. Your you called them surplus, mm-hmm. and when you we had different categories. I think we talked about this maybe in our first episode. You had surplus, steady, and struggling. Yes. Man, I yeah, remember. You did remember that. It's impressive. Wait, Somebody's I didn't, listening. I didn't even look at my notes. <laughs> I didn't even look at my notes, y'all. Okay, so so this this surplus area, and uh, we call them kingdom builders. Mm-hmm. And and you have a you have a God's given you a huge heart and passion to really pastor this group of right. people, and you do it very well. Mm-hmm. Um, well, what, I, what do you do? I I want to pastor them really well. First of all, you can call it whatever you want. We call it kingdom yeah. builders. And that word has got such a broad mm-hmm. understanding of, of what it is. So let me tell you how we define kingdom yeah. builders here at Bayside. Sure. So first of all, a kingdom builder is somebody who gives generously to make a kingdom impact. That's how we define a kingdom builder. Now, you can't just end with that because we we have to teach people what the definition of that, that means. Yep. So we teach here that tithing is an act of obedience. Mm-hmm. That's what God asked us to do. Absolutely. And offering is an act of generosity. So a kingdom builder gives generously. They give an offering to make a kingdom impact. Mm-hmm. And so what I learned, Kristen, the hard hard <laughs> way, is that we would be raising money or trying to fund a vision for campus. Doing like a special or offering or whatever something. Whatever it was. And I didn't teach people the difference between tithing and offering. And so what people do is they take out of their tithe pocket and they give an offering with mm. that. So your operational budget goes down while your offering kingdom builders money goes up. And that hurts. That creates a bit of a problem. You go back to the 30% debt service and 40% yep. salaries. You, now all of a sudden I can't just keep going with what we're doing. Right. So we defined it as someone who gives generously mm-hmm. above and beyond their tithe because tithe is an act of obedience. Mm-hmm. Offering is an act of generosity. Mm-hmm that they would give above and beyond that to uh, make a kingdom mm-hmm. impact. Mm-hmm. And that's what a kingdom builder is. Absolutely. And so that's kind of really the, the definition of it. Of it. And, and anybody can be a kingdom builder. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, it's because if that's the definition, whether it's someone that gives generously, the dollar amount right. doesn't matter. I mean, I think I think about Luke mm-hmm. in twenty one and the widow's might. I mean, that that's that where the, any anybody can be a kingdom builder. You're right because sometimes in some churches. I don't know. Maybe not. I, I don't. No, we just talk about us. Like so, I don't want this to be an exclusive. Like this is just for certain people. Right. Not everybody can can be a kingdom builder. No, everybody can because the widow. If you study that, as you said mm-hmm. in in uh, in Luke, mm-hmm. that she was bringing her. Well, everybody was bringing an offering, mm-hmm. and then she brought her widow's mite. But and it was Jesus said she gave more than all the rest mm-hmm. of them. So so. In other words, being a kingdom builder isn't just for certain people. Right. Anybody can be that. So we let anybody can be a kingdom yeah. builder. But there are a certain group of kingdom builders that maybe are your more high capacity givers mm-hmm. as as maybe that would be a, a way to define mm-hmm. a certain group of kingdom builders. And how you pastor that group, you've put a lot of thought and heart behind it mm-hmm. to really, how do I help? pastor them in their specific needs season of life what god has placed in their hands how do i help them steward how do i love them help their dreams and what god has put in their heart and so let's let's talk a little bit about that specific group that Mm -hmm. high capacity giver group of kingdom builders and how how you pastor that group I just, for me, I pers- I realized that I personally had to take responsibility for pastoring them. Okay. These, this group of people that, you know, could, the, the surplus people, the high capacity givers, the people that can accelerate the, the vision. They're not, they're not better than others. In fact, Jesus said this lady gave more than everybody else. Right. So, but, but they have different needs and different ways of thinking about things and, and they're in your churches. Mm-hmm. And if we as pastors don't take responsibility to pastor them well, and and in that pastoring them well, then they'll want to be a part of the vision. In Mm -hmm. fact, what happens is with those surplus kind of people is they usually will buy into the person before they'll Mm -hmm. buy into the vision. Mm -hmm. And so if you will pastor them and encourage them and build relationship with them, they get to know you and then they see and they understand the heart of the vision, then they'll want to be a part of Mm -hmm. it. And so I just personally made a decision. I'm going to pastor those people. Those are going. Those are my people. That's I, your people. I, I I texted I texted three of them yesterday, <laughs> just through the course of my day. Hey, just checking in on you. How'd this go? This prayer request. This thing. Mm-hmm. Whatever that's going on in their life. Mm-hmm. Just checking in on yeah. them. Yeah. And again, not not to get something from them. That's not no, why they, you. Do I'm pastoring them. You, it's what can I give to them? Mm-hmm. I'm That's going the Sunday after this. church. I'm going to, to pray with, with one of these ladies with her mother who's mm-hmm. very sick. I'm just I'm just going to pastor him. Well, then they like, man, I love my pastor. And they go, what's going on? Tell me about pastor, what we're doing with this new campus or this mm-hmm. whatever. And they want to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not doing it because I'm trying to get something for them. No. I just am trying to pastor them. And uh, they, they can accelerate the vision where other people can't. It's a it's a gift. I mean, they they, they according to the scriptures mm-hmm. and Paul, they there is a gift of giving. Mm-hmm. Yes. So. So it's my job as the pastor to help them. If somebody can sing like Carrie Joe, yeah, like I, and can. they're in our I'm, church, I'm pretty good like that. Well, like uh, I no, said, I'm really not. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard you sing, Kristen. Oh, it's so bad like my kids go like, ahead why don't you now yeah no they like they'll ask me not to sing. hit the revelation yeah, song right oh, now God help me. 
Oh my God, no. I wish I could sing like Carrie Joe, but yeah, pretend like I could. Yeah, in the shower, I bet you singing yes. so loud. Your poor husband. Oh, yes, bad. Yeah. Good. But yeah, okay, so singing, so just like they, singing is a gift. Oh man, well, if you, I knew somebody with that, that, oh, I would go and encourage them and hey, well, how can we help you use your gift? Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. it's no different, mm-hmm. bottom line. So that's that's what you do with these with these surplus these high capacity givers i'm just trying to pastor them yeah and in those conversations and and times of pastoring and caring um you have found some different areas of of passion for these high capacity givers Mm -hmm. and they've kind of boiled down into about three different areas and everything kind of fits underneath that but um that that within them the passion that god has given them that they want they want their you said this earlier i don't remember if it was this episode or the episode before but they want their life to outlive them and they want to make a legacy and it usually falls into one of three categories well we found that here at bayside that it i was asking them these questions so to even backtrack a little bit more so how do I pastor them? Yeah, okay, let's 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 jump back. Uh, let, let's talk about that for a moment because what I decided is I was going to take responsibility for pastoring them. Mm-hmm. So I would sit down and have a coffee, a lunch, or whatever with them and uh, Amy would join me and you know, if they're married or whatever, their their spouse would come as well. And we would just and sit and in uh, in some of the conversations I had with some of these these ladies who were extremely professional and and very successful and and, and men as well. What I found is that they are so successful, but they're not sure that what they're doing is really making a difference. Mm-hmm. I promise you right now, I've had the conversations over and over and over again. They have everything they need, but they feel like something is just missing. Mm. And and if you don't pastor them well and help them connect what they're doing with, with eternity, then they'll end up leaving the church and going somewhere else mm. so that somebody will pastor them well. So how have I pastored them well? I would sit down with them, and here's the conversation I have with them. I like, first of all, hey, I want to get to know you. Tell me your story. Mm-hmm. I love it's one of my favorite things to ask people when I'm getting to know them. Just, just tell me your story. Where did you grow up? Or where are you from? And your you're spiritual. probably surprised so many times. Oh, it's fun to hear that. It, but you know, when you hear someone's story, mm-hmm. your heart gets connected to them. Yeah. And and I'm trying to pastor them, and when I know their story, all of a sudden now. I know what's going on in their life, where they've been through, and, yep. and it's it's endearing. It yeah. really is. So their spiritual journey, their their journey with jobs and marriage, mm-hmm. or wherever they are at station in life, and then and then I go, I, I have the conversation with them is like, I want to get to the to the heart of this legacy thing, and and I ask them this question: Look, the Bible says your generosity, and your money and your heart are tied together, and you love our church because you're you're giving Mm -hmm. so generously to it why Mm. what is it about this church what is it that we're doing Mm -hmm. that makes you want to invest so much into it and Kristen when I get that it it really speaks to their legacy Mm. it really because they're like you know what I'm giving because you guys are doing this and at the end of the day they want people going man they made a difference in this and, and that usually revolves around these areas yeah. you were talking about. And I found this conversation over and over and over again kind of fell into these three categories. What mm-hmm. we're doing in missions around the world. Like, man, I love how we're, you know, going to the four corners of the world. Another area is next generation. Mm. Man, what That's we're doing with one. kids. Yeah, it is a it is a real big one. 
and they love that. Maybe their kids got saved or yeah. grandkids or yeah. whatever. It's, it's important to them. And the other is local, like our community. What we're doing in outreach and launching campuses, campuses. and the people that are getting saved. Mm -hmm. And really those, those three areas. And so that means in the future, when I have conversations with them, it's about those three areas mm -hmm. is, you know, cause they love the kids and what we're doing with the next generation. And so my conversations with them are, let me are tell you that. what's, let me tell on. you what's coming what up happened, and they want to be a part of it or kids that got saved yeah. or what happened at this camp or whatever it was. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, but my conversation has a third part to it. And this is the, the text that I was talking about. Yeah. That this, where yeah, this came from. See, yeah. It came from, what are y'all praying about? Mm. like what's what's on your families that y'all sitting around your dinner table talking and praying or whatever it is what's the number one thing and then i pray for them in those areas mm -hmm. i uh i call them and follow up with them and pastor them and see how they're doing so my conversations in the future are always about those things mm -hmm. here's the one area that you want to leave a legacy and here's what you're praying about and then as i pastor them that way they buy into the leader mm -hmm. they buy into who i am and pastoring them well and they want to give. I mean, they 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 want to fund the vision, and they can accelerate it more than other people can. They can, they can. But this it's just it's so good. The, 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 I, I listeners, I hope that this is encouraging you. And you know, I've I have from a distance seen you pastor this group of people mm -hmm. so well. Yeah. And I've I've seen people step into and live out these passions. And uh, it's, mm -hmm. it's just, it's amazing. It's been incredible to, to see people mm -hmm. like this is, this is what their life matters. I just, I just think about Africa. Yeah. Like that's, that's where my mind is. Oh right man. Now. And um, it is just in, again, it all goes back to this isn't, has nothing to do with what a pastor or a church can get from somebody, mm -hmm. but it is everything about what can we give to so last time we were in africa you were there mm -hmm. we were there in, de in december mm -hmm. um wow almost a year ago now i know i know it's getting crazy but I anyway i wish we could go back <laughs> I, I had some back. people on that trip that i knew was passionate to them because of these conversations mm -hmm. they were there we land we go to the piece of property that we've built in campuses and thousands of people coming yeah, in. all these kids. we are not on their property an hour and a couple in our church that we would call this surplus high combat, they come to me and they go, it's my understanding that we need another well here. Mm -hmm. We'll we'll fund it right now. Mm -hmm. I, I remember, and before we left, a well was being drilled. Right there. And she named it, the couple, she named it after her mother. I know. Yeah. And so all I'm doing is pastoring them well, mm. and, and it's funding the vision. Mm. Why do you think God brought us together for mm -hmm. something of mm -hmm. a great purpose? Mm -hmm. And so if you don't pastor them well, that that well <laughs> would not be there right now. And it would not be giving water to the the people that don't have clean water. Thousands mm -hmm. right. of people around Couchy Park. Somewhere. And it isn't because I tried to raise money from them. Mm -hmm. I tried to connect with them, find out their heart mm -hmm. and and look at what's happening there. Mm -hmm. And so that's the heart behind all it of this. It is. Now, this, this group of people we're talking about, the, one of the things that you've also learned, and I've heard you share this before, is, you know, they, they also don't want to be the only people given. Oh, yeah. And so we actually do kingdom builder 
offerings for the entire church because like we had mentioned earlier anybody can be a kingdom builder right. it doesn't matter if it's one dollar or if it's one million dollars mm-hmm. and uh, and so you have kind of come up there's there's some kind of some vision and some focus around that and how we do that at Bayside and we've learned over the years and it's sort of become a little bit of a formula that works really well I think it might be a great practical thing to share with people and and how you've learned to do that yeah it is it is true they first of all these surplus high capacity givers they they don't mind giving but if if all you're doing is going to them for money uh it 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 won't work they want everybody pulling the wagon Mm -hmm. and everybody should absolutely everybody should be giving we're all called to be generous we are all called to be generous we need to be obedient but we also are called to be generous and so uh through kingdom builders we do we take we take offerings Mm -hmm. three times a year and uh the reason why we do it three times a year because some people i know maybe do it once a year yeah there's a different way there's different ways of doing it this is just how bayside i've learned that if i only do it once a year it's hard to keep the vision in front of people if, if we're only doing it once a year yeah so three times a year gives us enough opportunities to 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 kind of push and vision and, and, that and, vision. And, yeah and then let it rest for a little bit so we do it three times a year and uh so here's what i can tell you as a pastor and a leader about taking kingdom builders offerings and leading your church through that is is Kristen the first thing you have to do before you ever share vision all right what because is it? pastors a lot of times just want to start talking about it yeah because you got vision like vision is not a problem if you're a pastor it's true but you have to know what we're going to do mm-hmm. most, okay. pe- most, most people most pastors That's, have they got vision. what we're going to do okay what we're going to do but when we're going to do it okay how we're going to do it how and why and why why is the most important of those things it, it doesn't mean it can stand alone no they're, they're not mutually exclusive they they have to uh all be mm-hmm. together Okay, so the what we're doing, let's just pretend that we're launching a new campus. Okay. Can we use this let's as do an that. example? Let's do that. Okay. So COVID we're, campus. We're going to launch a COVID <laughs> campus. Yes. <laughs> How about we just reignite the ones that we, we already have? Okay. Let's pretend like, since we're pretending, let's pretend like COVID doesn't, doesn't exist. Doesn't even exist. That's a, that sounds like a great pretend i love that okay COVID doesn't exist so we're launching a new campus let's do it okay so i have to know what we're gonna do well okay. we're, we're gonna launch a new campus i have to know when we're gonna do it we're gonna launch it march 15th of, of next year perfect just I'm, before easter let's get ready yeah right okay so that's when we're gonna do it how we're gonna do it well how we're gonna do it is meaning we're gonna be in this location it's gonna cost this much money we're gonna get a loan for this amount but we're going to raise this much mm-hmm. i mean it it's all of those mm-hmm. it, it you have to answer here's all the howls we're going to do it mm-hmm. and you always finish with why mm-hmm. and that's the motivation the heart the heart the vision like so we can reach more people mm-hmm. it can never be about bricks and mortar or launching campuses yeah. or building buildings it has to be why now mm-hmm. you have to have every one of these questions answered Kristen because I've seen pastors stand in front of the church and start talking about this vision of what we're going to do and then it changes it costs more money it takes longer or we're not going to do it there Oof. we're going to do it over here and then they got to go back to the church and change it and then they're unclear and if your vision is fuzzy then people will follow you in a fuzzy way and that's not helpful if you're 
And if you if you know your word is more valuable and precious than than silver and gold, yeah. So says Proverbs, yeah, twenty two verse one. So then, what I would tell you is that make sure when you tell people you're going to do something that you do it. So you have to have all those questions answered before. So you So that's ever... a lot of back end before you stand up on the platform mm-hmm. and share vision. Mm-hmm. Now, absolutely. When we share vision. And it always has those four pieces. And the why is always there. Because it's the drive. Like you said, it's the motivator. It Mm -hmm. is the driving factor as to why we're going to push through. We're going to do this. We're going to raise this much money. Mm -hmm. Now, with that, there's there's kind of an order in which you do this. Mm -hmm. You know, once you get all of these pieces together, there's kind of an order in which you do it. Yeah, so let's just pretend we're going to take an offering for the, the March 15th. Okay. campus that we're going to launch uh and we're going to be taking an offering on you know november 1st okay? okay and so that's the sunday we're going to take an offering so what i would tell you is it would be good to back up five weeks okay prior to the offering date and that's when you have to start sharing the vision with people okay and so and when what, you say share the vision it's all four pieces you're going to share you got to start sharing all you four gotta, of those yeah, pieces what we're doing when we're doing it how, how we're doing it why. and then why we're doing it okay so you have to have all those things nailed down mm-hmm. okay so then uh back up five weeks prior to that okay and before you share on sunday i believe once again to quote maxwell again everything rises and falls on leadership so you have to share with your leadership first okay because uh, I do know if you don't give people information, if, if they're down on the information, then they will be down on it when, when people are asking them mm-hmm. questions about it. So you got to give them the upside to whatever. Absolutely. Is okay. So prior to Sunday, Friday or Saturday, doesn't matter when, but not too many days ahead of before Sunday, the five weeks out, share with your leaders, your staff, your leaders, your high capacity givers, okay. all of them give them the like make the pitch to them like here's what we're doing here's when we're doing it here's how we're doing it here's why we're doing it Mm -hmm. like the full thing and i always tell people the best thing to do is create a video like of a change life story the why that that always helps communicate the why it it does Uh, you don't have to but or you know Create a video to share the video, to give all of the answers to all these things. It helps paint a picture for people. Some people can visualize things in their head, but mm-hmm. other people need to see it in order to to really, oh, that, to, to, it helps, it just, it helps them it, picture it more. It does, mm-hmm. it does. So the, a picture's worth a thousand words yes. kind of a thing. So, yeah. so you give them that, and then you tell them about the vision, and hey, we're going to be taking this offering on November 1st, and I wanted you guys to know about it before the church, and so mm-hmm. you tell them about it. Mm-hmm. So the reason why that's so good is, first of all, I said, because you need to tell your leaders and all first. Yeah. Secondly, it gives you kind of a practice run <laughs> with people that you know that already love you and <laughs> are bought good. into the vision. <laughs> Probably should tweak that one. Yeah. Don't, don't say that. <laughs> Remember, I've learned all this through the School of Hard Knocks. <laughs> and then so you tweak it a little bit. You go, okay, how was that? And then you make change. And then you tell it on Sunday, five weeks out. Okay. You do the same exact presentation you did with your leaders. You do that on Sunday. Okay. Okay. Then the next weekend. So now you're four weeks out. Four weeks out. What do you do? I don't know. Well, you would do the same exact thing that you did the week before. Why am I doing the same thing? Well, 50% of your church or more. That's true. They don't go every weekend. (laughs) Can we pretend like they do? And they're not watching (laughs) online. Yeah, man. Since we're pretending like there is no. Pretending like yes let's do that so they're not there anyway and then probably most of the ones that were there Mm -hmm. weren't 
hearing it anyway. Right. No. So yeah. That's why you do this. Yeah. I mean the same. Same Kristen, thing. Video. Same talking points. Everything. Same exact. All thing. includes the how, the what, the when, and the why. And I don't think you have to take your whole message to do it. You could. Mm-hmm. You know, but. It's, it's more of you got to take some time out of the service. So sure. Maybe 10 minutes, 12 minutes, 15 minutes. You know. However long it takes to yeah. share that vision. Okay. Then you're now you're going to the week, three weeks Three out. weeks. And what do you do that weekend? I don't know. No. So, what, what, <laughs> let's wait, keep following. I mean, I, <laughs> I do know, but, <laughs> but I'm not going to say. <laughs> you, you were doing, you were pretending I'm, so good. I'm pretending so good. And so I'm saying I don't know, but I really do. I really do know. <laughs> okay. Well, don't answer. Let me answer. <laughs> yeah. It. I don't know. I don't. What do you do in three? <laughs> uh, I would tell you, let it rest. Uh, so week Brief. three, you can just remind people, hey, we're, we're taking an offering on November 1st for this new campus we're launching. Uh, thank you guys for praying about it. I know I've been praying about it mm-hmm. and uh, we're gonna give an offering that weekend. Mm-hmm. So uh, thank you guys for praying That's about it. That's good. You need a little inhale, exhale mm-hmm. kind of a mm-hmm. kind of a thing. Exactly. Yeah. So now we're two weeks out. What do we do two weeks out, Kristen? I don't know. What do we do two <laughs> weeks out? So you give the presentation that you gave the first week as far as you give all the elements, what we're doing, mm-hmm. when we're doing it, mm-hmm. how we're doing it and mm-hmm. why we're doing it much more abbreviated it's not the full video the full presentation but you talk about all those things again tell another change life story a why Mm -hmm. share an example behind that but it's maybe a different one something that's fresh yeah yeah, it should definitely be a different one and uh you just share that and it's a smaller a smaller shorter presentation but you do that Mm -hmm. so that's two weeks out what what do you do uh then when you get to the week i don't know what do you do the You do. Same thing. Why? 50% of the people weren't there or watching or listening online. Mm-hmm. And half of those people that were there and listening didn't, didn't really pay get it anyway. It. So you remind them all about it again. Now, you said something um, that I think is just a really, I want to bring it up because you said it. I don't, you re, I don't know if you realize you said it, but you we do it every time. And I think it's very important is, you know, you, you, you mentioned something of, you know, m- I, me and my wife, my family, we're praying about it. In essence, you're modeling that we're in this together mm-hmm. throughout this entire process of asking. Totally. It's not just, I'm telling you guys what I need oh, you to yeah. do, but we're in this together. Well, and those words are, you know, sometimes words matter. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's the littlest words that make the biggest difference. But It's true. And we do. Uh, and you can't just say it. You have to do it. Mm-hmm. You have to model it for them. And and I tell our leaders to go back to that leaders meeting. I tell them, guys, I need y'all helping me lead the church. Mm-hmm. So I need you praying about it. And let's give an offering that weekend. Mm-hmm. And as they're modeling it as well, and Amy and I are modeling that as well for the church. Mm-hmm. And by the way, every weekend, every time we talk about kingdom builders, yeah. this offering, we say every time, kingdom builders. We're taking a kingdom builders focused offering. What is a kingdom builder? Kingdom builder, somebody who gives generously to make a kingdom impact. We believe here tithing is an act of obedience. Mm-hmm. Offering is an act of generosity. And so we give to kingdom builders as an act of generosity generosity to make a kingdom mm-hmm. impact. We say it every, every time because the vision has to be very clear, not just the uh, what we're doing, when we're doing it, how we're doing it, why, and why? we're doing it. Yeah. And the how is through kingdom builders. Mm-hmm. Once yep. again, that's the, so you have to continually keep that in front of them. All right. Okay. So what do we do week of? 
week D- of d-day november 1st comes it's offering time so thank people for their generosity uh for praying and now let's give an offering that's you know whatever god told you to give yep that's pleasing to him let's do that mm-hmm. so we give our offering then the week after that what do we do what do we do i don't know i'm on the edge of my seat what do we do our listeners are like what what do we do they think they know but they don't know what we do do we tell them how much money church gave the week before that no we don't why we don't let me tell you why they're so disappointed i'm just kidding i know it they are disappointed 50 percent of the people weren't there weren't or there. weren't watching mm-hmm. 50% of those people that were there forgot their offering or didn't bring it or sure. didn't give and throughout the week money's coming in digitally and mm-hmm. if people mail in still they sure. you know they do they they do that still as well so money's still coming in so we don't give the update no. because people are still giving and you were my hey last weekend we took an offering mm-hmm. here's what we're taking it for and many of you guys weren't here so if you didn't people are still giving you can give this weekend I'll give you an update the next weekend okay so then the next weekend you so this is two weeks after offering mm-hmm. yeah so now we're into six weeks mm. seven seven weeks seven now, weeks. total mm-hmm. of all of this and so then you give an update thank you for giving and okay and you celebrate that and you move forward with the vision seven weeks so this gives people clarity it gives them vision gives them why keeps yeah. it in front of them and if you do that three times okay. a year, it's a good balance, I think, between okay. giving people vision and moving forward and letting it rest a little bit. Yeah, that's good. It's a, it's a, we've been doing this formula now for uh, how many years? I mean, I guess probably this stuff has been, you know, there's been an evolution of it all has. of this stuff. And, and it. I don't know how many years we've been doing it exactly like this, but, it, but it's just been... It's been developed over the course of quite a few years. All of this stuff is what I would call the version 3.0. Yeah, 5.0. Of, <laughs> <laughs> 15.0, I don't know. I know, we just keep... But it is, But it's it's finally, it's kind of in a bit of a rhythm, at least the last couple of years have mm-hmm. modeled after this. Mm-hmm. And, and, it, and we've it, done a lot of stuff around the world in campuses yeah. and outreach and dream centers and next gen and all those things through all of this mm-hmm. stuff and literally to to go back to where we started with all this mm-hmm. about measuring giving yeah Kristen, uh our our giving our generosity quotient has way more than doubled remind our listeners because we talked about the generosity quotient and what in the first episode mm-hmm. when you say that it it has grown remind our listeners what it's giving that, per person per week yeah this here's the total offering ties and offerings that came in Here's how many people were there. Um, divide and, those. And, divide, you, you know, and so like, that generosity has grown mm-hmm. significantly. It, it really has. It has. And so uh, once again, I just let me let me finish with this, Kristen. I, I just want to remind people about the heart. Yes. And uh, I think that's a great way to close because all of this, this is such great information, mm-hmm. but information without why mm-hmm. and heart. Totally. It's, it, we miss the whole point. Yeah. And it is all, it's just a way to pastor people. It's as the pastor of the church. And we have people that aren't the, the lead pastor of the church. And maybe you're running ministries or, or leading some area in your church or just a church attender. And so uh, this will help you support your pastor mm-hmm. and, and help lead your own ministry in your own life in such a way that you can support your pastor in this. But let me just tell those of you that are lead pastors, you, you have to have a moment with God where you're going to start pastoring people and leading them in such a way like this so you can have the resources that you need and and all resources come through people 
Mm-hmm. So if you pastor them well, then I think you'll you'll be on the way to doing mm-hmm. everything God's called you to. Yeah. That's so good. Well, thank you for sitting down and sharing. Uh, gosh, this was a lot of minutes, but yeah. it was worth it. And I hope for those of you listening, this added value to you and your church and your ministry. And I hope that you look forward to our next episode of the Relational Leader Podcast. Who knows where we're going to go or what we're going to talk about, but we're sure going to have fun and hopefully practically help you and encourage you in ministry and in life and in leadership. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Relational Leader Podcast. For more resources, visit randybazette.com.